Fitzy and Whipper. Well, the Prime Minister has announced something massive to get everyone flying again. It's the flight path to recovery, and he thought he'd give us a call this morning. Love to have him on the show. Scott Morrison, welcome, buddy. Prime Minister, welcome. Hey, boy. This is a really exciting opportunity. Please make the big announcement for us. 800,000 tickets, half price, uh, destinations all across the country to get planes in the air, tourists on the ground, which means people stay in their jobs. So, Whippy, you've got to take your mum on a holiday, mate. I definitely will. You know what surprised me, and I had no idea, Prime Minister, that Australia in 2019 spent $68 billion on overseas travel. If we can pump that into the country ourselves, that is a huge win. That's right. I mean, at, at the end of the day, there are, we, we spend more on Australians going overseas than actually international tourists coming to Australia. So we've got a real opportunity at the moment. But the domestic tourism industry, now that's worth $100 billion a year. Oh, yeah. And so that's, that's what will get people through. What the tourism industry needs is tourists. Yeah. And by getting these planes in the air, keeping them in the air, and getting those tourists up there, that's, that's the best way to help these regions that have been so significantly impacted by COVID-19. And, you know, we're, we're, the COVID recovery is well underway and the economy is, is coming back strongly, uh, better than almost mm-hmm. any other country in the world today, as just like our health situation is better than almost any other country in the mm-hmm. world. So we're leading the world in all of this, but there are still those sectors that are hurting hard in the aviation sector, in the airline industry, oh, yeah. travel agents, uh, in the tour operators and the tourism industry. Mm. And so today, taxpayers, again, who have been generous over this past year, $1.2 billion more to go and support those sectors and keep people in their jobs. Wow. Um, we've done really well to keep people in their jobs. Our businesses have done a great job to do that, of course, but the government's done its bit. But now Australians can help uh, by taking their family on a holiday over these school holidays, getting on a plane and going to these many destinations, whether it's down in northern Tassie or up in yeah. Queensland or over in Kangaroo Island or Broome or down in Marimbula or any of these places. Um, this is about the jobs in those areas and their livelihoods. Um, how, so we jump on the Commodore 64. When do we do this? Like, when do we start? When can we sit down and booking these flights, Prime Minister? Yeah, over the next over the next few days and weeks, what the, the airlines are now going to work with the travel industry and they'll package all this up. And you'll I have no doubt you'll see it in the papers, you'll yep. see it online, yep. you'll see the ads. I'll be, I'm sure, even advertising it on, on your program. I hope. Yes. And uh, and people can 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 jump on those and, and get on them, and then to get out there and have a great time in Australia. Prime Minister, some of the areas, the Gold Coast, Cairns, with Sundays, the Mackay region, it would have been fantastic because we saw those photos of you and your budgie smugglers the other day. If you donned them and maybe oh, gone up to Cairns. No, you see, that was short. It was much more attractive. I've got to say, I would have liked to scaring people away, Prime Minister. That's the thing. No, I wanted you doing a bungee jump in the speedos for this announcement. (laughs) The only thing missing. That would have been that would have been huge. Jenny's bungee jump though. She's done that once before. She's the brave one of the two of us. What's the most extreme thing you've done? Oh gosh! Have you done a jet? Uh, Walking Kokoda. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Amazing. That is a big one. Unbelievable experience. Prime Minister as well, I know know off-topic a little bit, this is an amazing initiative, thank you very much. But, I mean, there has been a lot of talk. Did you get to sit down with Jenny and watch the Harry and Meghan interview the other night? It was quite explosive. I did. Yeah. What did you think? Jenny had it on before me. We we had dinner and then she ducked off to start watching and I had a few other things to do and I... I, I watched it with her. Mm. We met we met them both, obviously, when they came out to Australia. Yeah, of course. And they were lovely. They were very, very, very nice. And they met the girls, and they were, they were just very kind. And, and um, they had a great time when they were in Australia, and it was, it was great to host them. Did you spot anything, though? Because they reckon the tour to Australia was a real turning point for them. Did you sense anything wasn't right? Uh, no. Um, I, I just found them both doing the best they possibly could to the 
you know, supportive of Australia, and, and uh, I saw them both working together as a team, and, and uh, as you'd expect, you know, roles in those situations to mm. do, and they're very committed to, mm. to the work they were doing, and they're very passionate about being there. They'd been, in, I think, at that time, they'd also been in Tonga and a few other places, and uh, you know, I, I remember when Jenny and I met the Queen a little later. Um, we, we commented just uh, you know just how wonderful that been on the visit to Australia and how much we appreciated it and uh, and how how you know we look forward to hopefully to seeing Kate and Wills out at some point. Harry's yeah, Harry's yeah. old man's not answering his calls though, Prime Minister. I mean, has that happened to you over the years? Is your dad been a bit embarrassed to in, answer your calls? Uh, no, well, I had a wonderful relationship with my father. As you know, I lost him just over a year ago, and and. Uh, that, I mean, look, you've got to feel for people in these situations. Yeah. Um, it's you know they're, they're having some family troubles. You yes. know, people yeah. have family troubles. It happens. You know, we all have them from time to time, and I, I just hope you know, just like anyone going listening today, if you're having those things, you know, you know get, get, keeping people together during COVID, guys, has been one of the most important things. There have been a million acts of kindness and togetherness that Australians have shown through the course of COVID-19. People have been encouraged, supportive, and that's what's mm-hmm. got us through, and that's what's going to keep getting us through. We are literally leading the world in how we're coming out of COVID, both economically and health. Vaccination's rolling out. We're getting that done. Uh, we'll get that done by October, end of October. And uh, that means that the, the world's going to look very different in 2021. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And you also said off-air, should be an easy win for the Sharkies against the Dragons <laughs> round one mm-hmm. this weekend. Well, I'm not going to be cocky or complacent about that. <laughs> we don't have a great uh, a great form on the first round. No. Uh, particularly in recent years. But? Uh, for some time now. And yeah. it's, a, it's a local derby. You can never take it for granted. But I'm hoping... Well, if you don't... He's doing a few chip kicks. He's coming in off number 17 first time for a while. So I'm looking forward to the game very All much. All right. If you don't beat the Dragons, you're in big trouble, Prime Minister. Okay. You know that. <laughs> I think that's true too. So. Thank you, Prime Minister. Thank you. Thanks, boys. See, See you, mate. mate. Fitzy and Whipper.